Hello and welcome to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you why. There's a creation tool that's located within the Anchor app, which will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That's also one of the perks of using Anchor. And then your podcast could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place, which is in the Anchor app. So if you want to get started, and again, it's totally free, then download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome back to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. Um, Before my break, I was talking about um, when I would put my children on punishment and I would take away their phones or whatever electronics they had. They understood what the reason why they were on punishment and it was it was all fine. Um, it's like these days when you put kids on punishments, the kids, they kick, they scream, they throw tantrums, then they're telling the parents how they hate them. And I've even heard these kids tell their parents they're going to kill themselves if they don't get back their electronics or if they can't go to whatever dance they want to go to. It's like the kids, some of the kids aren't cut out the way we were. You know, we knew not to do that. It's it's not that serious, okay? If you lose your electronics, don't do what you did to lose them again, okay? There's no reason to kick and scream. There's no reason to threaten suicide. There's no reason to say you're going to, that you hate your parents. It's just a little punishment, Okay. And I am not the type of parent that is against spanking. You know, and I tell parents out there, we were all spanked when we were growing up. Come on now. And that's why most of us at my age have a lot of respect. But some of these kids out here, they're beating their parents' asses, okay? The parents are the kids in some of these cases, you know. And it then you have the the law telling you, the they want to tell you how you can chastise your 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 children they don't want you to spank them okay you don't want these kids spanked the kids get out there and terrorize everybody and then they get their asses beat by the law by the cops okay and god forbid they end up getting shot okay or because the police they didn't want to listen maybe and and he feels he was threatened is what he might say you know, that's why it starts is at home. They need to allow these parents to spank these children. And the children know that the parents aren't going to do, they're not going to do it because the law tells them if your parents touch you like that, if they hit you, then you call 911. Okay, for a spanking, you call 911 for a spanking. This is what they've been telling these children. So kids bank on that. They threaten their kids and, I mean, they threaten their parents and tell them, well, if you hit me, I'm calling the policeman. That's fine. And I've told these parents, well, you know what? 
call for them. Call them and spank their ass right in front of the cops. You're not leaving any bruises on them. You're just spanking their asses. Okay? And if the policemen have a problem with you chastising your children, tell them you take them home. You take care of them. Because the way it's going right now, the law is taking away everyone's rights. A right, The rights of women, they're taking away everyone's rights. And we can't, we can't allow this to happen. It's like all you are allowed to do is carry the child, conceive the child. And then the law wants to tell you what the hell you're supposed to do with the child. You know, what kind of nonsense is this? What kind of world are we living in? All we have to do as parents is take care of them. But everyone else tells us what to do with them. And then with the situation with the women, they're basically controlling our bodies. They're wanting to tell us what we can and cannot do with with our bodies. What kind of nonsense is this? What kind of world are we living in? At one point, they didn't even want to cover birth control for women. But yet you cover Viagra for men. Why are you covering that? That's not a necessity. He doesn't have to have sex. His life is not going to end if he doesn't have sex. So that's not right. But again, there things are just not fair in this in this screwed up world that we live in. You know, things are just they're getting worse instead of getting better. You know, so that's why I tell people, raise your children right so that they will know right from wrong. Because when you do turn them loose into this evil world, they have to be able to survive. And if they're going through life thinking they can do whatever they want to, to whomever they want to, there's a lot of angry people out there. There's a lot of people out there that have there's a lot of mental issues out there that a lot of people have so these outbursts from some of these children is not going is it's not going to fly with certain people and that makes for a dangerous situation for your child so you want to protect your child and make sure that you're teaching them the correct way to do things and like I stated before I just wish that people would learn the right way to parent meaning stop trying to be your your child's your child's friend i can recall a situation when i was at a friend's home when i was in high school and it was my friend myself and my friend's uh little sister and the mother and the father and the mother tells this girl And I have to be honest, things are a little bit different in homes where, you know, in black homes from white homes. I mean, we got to be honest. In a black home, if you even try to talk anything in a certain way, you're going to be hit. You're going to be slapped, okay? Especially if it's disrespectful. But I can recall being in this home and... My friend's mother told her that her boyfriend called and we were only like 16 years old, 15, 16 years old. And um, she asked her mom, she said, well, mom, what did he want? She said, I I don't know. 
you know, and again, we're all standing there. And she tells her mom in front of me, in front of her mother, in front of her father, in front of her little sister. And if we were 15, 16 years old, if I'm thinking back correctly, that little girl had to be, she looked about nine. She turns around and she tells the her mom, oh, he didn't want anything. He just wanted to get an excuse my language, but I'm going to say it. I, I, I'll clean it up, okay? But she told her mother, she said, oh, I don't, she said, he's just calling because he wants to get his penis wet. That's what, I cleaned it up. That's not the word she used, but I changed it to penis. And her mom turns around and says, yeah, that's most likely what it is. He wants his penis wet. And my mouth just dropped like, did I, did I just, am I in the twilight zone? Because had I said something like that to my, to my parents, oh, I would have been getting up off the floor most likely because we were raised with respect and that was so just disrespectful. And I looked at her like, did you just say that? And her father saw my expression and he said, I would like to apologize for my wife and my daughter. They don't care what they say. And I can tell you don't come from a home where, you know, things like this is allowed. And I really want to apologize for the way my wife and daughter, you know, just for the way they, they're acting, the things they're saying. And the, her little sister is just laughing just laughing her little butt off and I'm still shocked because I'm like is this is not okay but see this is what I'm saying when I talk about a different way of parenting okay she was my good friend I mean I hey she was my friend I can't I'm not going to talk about her I'm not even really talking about her family I'm just saying about talking about something I heard while at her home and I just couldn't believe it there's been situations where I can recall at another friend's house and hey this one was a black friend and we were sitting me her and her mom sitting in a room talking her mom gets up and tell us and again we're about 15 years old she gets up and says well I'm going to spend the night with my boyfriend and she leaves the room and she comes back with these panties and I'm looking like what what is this that she's trying to show us and she says oh these are edible panties and I'm like oh okay she said I'm gonna use these with my man and I'm like okay you know I'm looking like what am I supposed to say to this I'm just I guess I'm old school. I'm 47 years old. I've never lived with a man. I've never allowed a man to live with me. I don't have men around my kids, never have. My children, even though they're adults now, have never seen me hug or kiss a man a day in their lives. I've never done anything in front of my kids. Again, I've protected my kids from everything, okay? That's just how I am. I was raised in a strict home. And it's just certain things, you know, I don't even really 
do the whole public displays of affection because I feel it's a time and a place for everything. And so that's why when I when I'm telling these stories, people are probably going to think, well, gosh, come on now. You were 15, 16 years old. You know how you got here. Yes, I know how kids come into this world and how they're made, but I didn't come from a household where they can openly just say sexual things like that in front of their parents. It just didn't go like that in my home that I grew up in. But that's basically another thing, like like I stated before, parenting, different ways of parenting. Um, it's, it's weird, you know, because... Um, I couldn't see myself exposing my children to a bunch of different men and all of this craziness. I'm too protective of mine. You know, I'm not going to allow them to be around that. You know, you lead by example. And if I'm leading, you know, my kids by example, I want them to be taught the way my parents taught me. So I teach them to be very respectful and not to do things that they shouldn't be doing. I'm my parents weren't my friend. They were my parents. And I am not my children's friend. I am their parent. So that's what I think people need to stop doing. Is stop trying to be the child's friend. And just be the parent. Alright, Um, I would like to take a brief break. And I will be right back. Hello everyone, welcome to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. Um, I would like to talk about parenting. And yes, we all do have a certain way that we parent our children. You have the parents that rather be the child or children's friend rather than the parent. You have the parents that just don't care either way. The kids are just there basically taking care of themselves Then you have the parents that hover. Um, You know, the kids can't breathe because these parents are just in everything and they don't give them space. Um, You basically have the parents to where it's like they're, they're children's drill sergeant rather than the parent. And I would like to start off by saying you can't be your parents. You can't be a parent and then the children's friend. You are their parent. You're not there to be their friend. Because when you try to be a friend rather than a parent to these children, then they feel they can do anything they want. They don't have to listen, depending on their ages, which they should never be disobedient regardless of what age they are. It's a thing called respect. You know, you respect your elders, you respect your parents, you you respect any adult out there, okay? So I would like to say that. But you have certain parents out here where they allow their kids to curse and talk back. And that's just not, they drink with their children, with their underage children. That's a no-no, okay? Come on now, you're the parent. But... And they supply them the alcohol. And you have some parents, which I still can't understand this, that will supply them the drugs. 
And what I've heard parents say is that, you know, it's best that you give them their alcohol or whatever you're giving them at home. At least you know they're okay. Oh, come on now. That's not even a, it's, that's not an excuse. You shouldn't do that. Either way, you shouldn't be supplying your kids with drug and, drugs and alcohol. That's just not good parenting. Okay. And you shouldn't be out there trying to be their friend because if, like I stated before, if you're their friend, when they get out there and get in trouble, they're going to call you because they're expecting you to get them out of it when it's a situation that they shouldn't have never been in from the start. But they didn't care too much about getting into that situation because they knew they had these this set or this parent, a set of parents or this parent that was going to be there to bail them out. And as parents, if you're trying to be a friend, you're not going to make the best decisions when it comes to your children. You're not making a decision that a parent will make. You're making one that a friend will make. Okay, I'm going to get you out of this trouble. It's just we have got to do better. And because we're doing things this way, these these kids are not growing up the way that they should a lot of them are just totally disrespectful. They go to school, they terrorize the children, they terrorize the teachers, they terrorize people in general because they weren't raised correctly at at home. And we have we should do better than what we're doing. And I've had so many conversations with teenagers and young adults and I tell them the way that things are going these are the people that's going to have to run this country at some point someday and if this is how they are god help us all you know things need to change things really need to change i mean don't get me wrong i mean i i can't say that my kids i i spoiled them i did but you but they were raised very well they're very respectful they don't talk back to anyone and they respect everyone they don't get in trouble. They don't do drugs, you know, and I do have children that's old enough to drink that might have a drink or so when they're out with their friends, but they don't do drugs. And I thank God that my kids have a good head on their shoulders. You know, that's a blessing. You know, I raised them very well and I raised them as a single parent. And I can't complain. I have no complaints about my children. They're really good children, all of them. So um, I just think that if, and, and one thing about me is I never tried to be their friend. I was always their parent. And no matter how they were, you know, if they were put on punishment in some kind of way. Hello and welcome back to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. I've just been talking to you all about parenting and different types of parenting styles. As I stated before, you have the parents that hover. You have the parents that want to know every moment, every second, every minute of their child's day. You know, but the kids do still need some kind of respect, I believe, in privacy. You know, um, if you know you taught your children well, there's no reason to hover. Um, there's no reason to just always be looking over their shoulders. I know I used to feel like when I was a teenager and when I was working jobs, I hated when your manager would look over your shoulders. And I just, 
you know, it makes you feel like someone's just breathing in your ear. I guess that that's the way I should be saying it. But that was when I was younger, when I was working. When I first started working, I, I didn't like it. I can recall not liking that because I was like, this person is always in my space. I can do my job without them walking on my heels. And so I know as a child, a teenager, a teenager probably don't like that feeling either. That's why I've never been that type to always hover and always be looking over their shoulders. Because if they need something, they know how to come and get me, come and tell me it's something they need or call me and tell me it's something they need. But I will never hover, you know, and like I said, I would never be that parent to not have any rules because I've talked about that earlier where it's like the kids are raising themselves. You know, you have parents, the kids, the parents don't know where the kids are at. The parents don't care where the kids are at. They can stay out any time of day, any time of night they want to, and the parents don't care. And I could never be that type of parent because I love my kids too much to allow some kind of behavior like that. You know, that's that's not parenting. That's ridiculous. And when you have parents like that, I don't believe they need kids. They shouldn't have never had them because if you're that type of parent to where you don't care what which way the wind is blowing with your kids, then you're not a parent. You should always want to know that your kids are doing well. You shouldn't just, I understand giving them space, but you're not going to back off to the point where you don't know what's going on with them. Like you don't care, you know. You don't even know if they're still breathing. No, you don't want to be that type of parent, okay. And you really don't want to be the type of parent that rules with this, you know, harshness, meaning they're so um, always ready to attack the kids in some type of way. They don't believe nothing that the kids are saying. They stay angry. They curse them out. They yell at them. They, every step that they make, is, it seems like the parent feels that these kids are doing something wrong. That's not good parenting either. You have to give your your kids a chance. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to make them think, okay, my parent thinks I'm, you know, I'm this no life. I'm this, I'm that. No, don't make your kids feel that way. So it's no need to treat them like they're nobody, you know. But I, again, I know parents like that as well. In life, we meet a lot of people and we learn how these people are. We learn what type of parents these people are. And I can't say I, I approve of it, but I can't say that you you can't change these people. So I can't say that I can change them. But I am the type of person that will go to the parent and say, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Why don't you try doing it this way? Because, you know, if you know that these people are doing wrong, why would you just sit back and allow them to continue to do wrong if you know that they're doing wrong? Okay, so I'm not afraid to call anyone out. Just like I hope no one's afraid to call me out if they ever think that I could do something different than rather than the way that I'm doing it. You know, it's called communicating, you know, communicate with each other. Communication is a good thing. So basically, that's what I wanted to cover. I wanted to cover parenting ways that people parent. And um, I've discussed uh, quite a few different ways. And um, 
I just hope if anyone's listening out there and they're the type of parent that's that hovers, then they should stop. If you're the type of parent that feels you always have to be so aggressive and mean and and evil like toward the parents, you need to stop with that too because you're not doing anything but pushing your kids away. Um, you need to learn to talk to your kids and communicate. You know, I can talk to all of my kids about anything and everything. And and we have that type of relationship. So they know that they don't have to lie to me about anything because I'm not going to start yelling and screaming at them if they've done something wrong. I'm just going to point out to them this shouldn't have been done this way, but this is how you can get it taken care of or do it the correct way. You know, just be there for your, your kids whenever they need you. And um, just don't, just don't hover. Don't give them space. Everyone needs space. We all need space. Even married couples need space. Okay. Everyone needs their, their, their space to think. Okay. But if, if you always have someone up in your face and, and always hovering over you, you, you don't, you can't think. I know I don't like it right now at this day and age. I can't stand it. I don't like when people get in my space, you know, um, it's just, it's not a good feeling for me. So, and I tell people that just give me my space and I will be fine. Um, I don't like for people to overwhelm me with, with them being there like that, you know, cause some people can be a, a bit too much, but you know, it's, it's all good. I'm not rude with it. I just let people know. Just make sure you give me my space because I, I don't like to feel crowded. But um, anyway, enough of that. Um, I have enjoyed talking to you all in this segment on parenting. And um, continue to get me your emails. I enjoy reading them. And let me know what you want me to talk about. And I have no problem talking about it. I will do a segment on it, no matter what it is. Again, when you're listening to any segments that I do, I'm not going to candy coat anything. And there's nothing that I'm afraid to talk about. So um, until next time, thank you again for listening to Life As It Is With Me, Dora Middleton.